Welcome to the Jolt Episodes. This is a feature of the In Awe Podcast meant to give you energy and a boost to look around your world and exercise a signature strength. Between interviews with incredible women who leave us awe-inspired, I will share stories that will prompt you to look around and see the beauty in your own world. I hope you find yourself awe-inspired. Hello, my friends. I am so excited to welcome you to 2021 and our Jolt Episodes. What a joy it has been to continue these episodes. Um, Last month, we did a series on going beyond balance, and I cannot believe the incredible feedback that I've received from that. I just want to thank you all for listening faithfully and for sharing those episodes. I believe there's a mission in all of our messages. And lately, well, all along when I've been doing these jolts, I have kind of always needed a little jolt myself because sometimes you're talking into a microphone and you don't know if anybody's listening. And lately, I've been getting a lot of powerful feedback about these uh, jolt episodes and how they're serving. And so that's exciting to me. And it's just helping me kind of get over a little bit of a hump in terms of content creation. And so I wanted to share that with you because this is the first jolt of 2021, though we're midway through January. And I wanted to share that I've decided to format these jolt episodes moving forward in a way that will be a little easier for me in terms of how my brain works to be able to come more consistently for you every week. And remembering they're supposed to be short, they're supposed to jolt you with some inspiration. And what I've decided to do in this third year of the podcast is to continue in the series formats. I'm going to be adding some new pieces here and there. I'm really excited about some things that are coming. Um, And of course, I've really enjoyed creating with Joshua Stamper and sharing an episode a month with you on when we live coach individuals. But there's more coming to the podcast. In the third year, I've got to breathe some fresh life into it. And I'm so grateful for all of you that have come alongside me from the very beginning, as well as those that are just joining. And I want to keep this podcast relevant for you, and I want to keep it useful to you. And so what I've decided to do is these Jolt episodes are not only going to be what's inspiring me to share with you, but they're also going to be tied to the series features for the month. So for example, this month is a series feature on overcomers, and I'm going to be jolting you with some of my own overcoming inspirational stories that I feel are worthy that might serve you. And so if you are listening to these out of order, or if you're somebody who listens to the interviews and then you catch the jolt later, this is really going to work for you uh, for that format. But also, it is going to be something that I think will be helpful to kind of keep us trained in and focused. I think that's something for me that I've just needed more of more than ever as my brain kind of goes in a bunch of different directions. And so I'm hopeful that this will provide me a little focus. It gives you a little focus. And all in all, the overall goal of these jolts is just to give you some inspiration to look around and see yourself in it maybe. So the series feature this month is Overcomers. And man, if you listen to the episode that's been launched with Melissa Mann, I am so deeply inspired by that woman who has been able to overcome many things, of course, COVID teaching, uh, but also a death of a sibling in her teens. She shared about a pretty tough car uh, bus crash, a vehicle crash. And she also talked about overcoming a diagnosis and the label of survivor to overcomer. And I was deeply inspired by that. And I was thinking about one big takeaway for me as I had this conversation with Melissa is that overcoming really 
it comes down to being a mindset. You know, she shared that eventually you get something called your fight kit and it just provides you the tools that you need in order to continue to fight. And as I have had these interviews with the women this month, I've just been struck over and over how when we think about overcoming, the reality is that that's just not a one-time event. You know, sometimes we got to overcome a one-time occurrence, uh, trauma, um, something that happened to us, an event. But really being what I would call an overcomer is somebody who is able to consistently fight through and be resilient and take on characteristics of an individual who basically just never gives up, right? Like you can turn around the corner and there's another obstacle. I feel like we've learned that collectively in 2020 and into 2021. Um, But also I just think probably something we don't do is give ourselves enough credit for overcoming little battles that uh, don't seem as monumental as a diagnosis or the death of a loved one. I mean, I've been thinking a lot about this as I approach coming up to a significant birthday. And I was thinking about how sometimes I, as a woman, um, as an individual who has tried to live a life that is worthy of, um, you know, outer achievements, um, who's stacked on labels, who's stacked on degrees, all of these different things. I always think that the world is always asking me for what's next. Well, what are you going to do next? (laughs) And I feel like sometimes I haven't sat in the presence and joy of the accomplishment of overcoming what was behind me. I don't know if you can relate to that, but I definitely have been processing this lately. And I wanted to share with you just for this jolt, just one quick example. You know, as an individual who has definitely had challenges um, and overcome some big things, I'm also an individual who's overcome some small things that I want to look back at and think, wow, that was a big deal. And so one example I'm going to share with you, and I hope you can kind of sift through the treasure of your life and find those little gems, you know, as, as an overcomer, I believe we all are overcomers. And I want you to imagine kind of gold mining, right? And you, you can come across these big, beautiful, exciting agates and gems. And then sometimes you come across these tiny little sparkly ones in the path of your history that you see were really beautiful. And I know for me, one of those is kind of a like my 19-year-old self, as a youngest of seven, I was also a first-generation college student. And so I did not really have a roadmap. Um, My parents are amazing people. They did their very best for all of us to find our paths. They raised me as a very independent young woman. And I ended up going on a college visit actually with a friend and decided to enroll based on that college visit. Uh, But there's a lot more to it, of course. But one of the things that I had to learn was that I wasn't going to have, um, you know, a parent alongside me. My sister actually went with me to enroll in my classes for my orientation. And she, she had also enrolled in college. And I, you know, did all the stuff really independently um, for the most part. My parents are always there to support, but the vast majority of things I had to learn on my own. And I feel like that's a big overcomer story. My first term of college, I had taken five credits of chemistry, four credits of math, a mass communications class, and five credits of English. And I'm telling you, I was not ready for that life. I was not ready for dorm life, the responsibilities, acting responsibly. I was not ready for the studying, the fast pace of the content. I was so used to being the um, really well-liked 
you know, person. I was school president. I was class president my senior year. I just kind of breezed through stuff in that way. I was very fortunate like that um, because teachers liked my charisma, I guess, <laughs> or or they hit it. They didn't like me. I don't know. But it was easy to get um, grades for me. And what I soon realized is that whole um, trap of educators when they give grades based upon your likability and <laughs> not so much on what you can prove. And anyway, um, not to downgrade my teachers because they were amazing. But by the time I got to college, there was a lot that I just didn't have. I didn't have good time management skills. I did not have good study skills. And I was prone to uh, wander. I was prone to, you know, hang out and party and do the stuff and with the lack of accountability, it was really easy for me to do that. So I ended up <laughs> doing dastardly my first year in college. And in fact, I would tell you that my first term was so overwhelming for me that even as an English teacher, you look on that transcript, I got a C in my first English class. What? But I got a D in math and an F in chemistry. And those grades, for those of you that understand the transcript and how much weight that can have on your GPA were devastating. And to fast forward it a little bit, I ended up strapping in and doing a little bit better second term, but I entered my second year of college on academic probation. And I don't even honestly know if my parents knew that. Um, and then some real hard stuff happened. And I've talked about those things on the podcast before where I had to overcome the death of a significant person in my life. But I'm so grateful at that time that I can see where the path led me to choose education. But the challenge was I would choose education but man, by the end of my second year, when I wanted to be able to enter into that life and into that trajectory, the School of Education was not going to accept my GPA. So I very vividly remember by then, God had given me the man who is still my husband today, and we were sitting down at the table and I told him, I'm going to have to transfer. I want to be a teacher and I cannot get into the School of Education here. And I just remember feeling that terrible feeling where it's like, you know, you you're freshly in love and it's the first time I'd ever experienced such a very intense connection. And the thought of being away was awful. This would put us four or five hours away. And I just remember thinking, well, it's either that or I'm going to have to retake classes and buckle up. And so friends, this is a long version. But I want to tell you that I ended up retaking math and chemistry and I still remember, you know, I, the, any any choice could have driven me away from that. The cost, the fact that I'd have to pay for nine full credits, um, my self-limiting beliefs that had started way before that first year in college, which told me that I wasn't any good at math, which started in my geometry class way back in high school, though prior to that in junior high, I was on the fast track in math. I was, in fact, I remember taking um, eighth grade math independently because the teacher said my scores were so high, I didn't need to sit in class. And so oddly enough, I hung out in the hallway and did math independently on my own. Um, and then, you know, the, tra the travel of life happened and particular pedagogical practices happened and geometry stuck me. And I ended up getting through trigonometry in high school, but oh, I struggled. And in college, I was distracted plus the struggle. And I did not do well with the sit and get lecture in rows. And so I had failed. And I was honestly thinking there's no way I can do this, but I decided to overcome. And I wanted to tell you this, and I'm taking a long time to tell you it, because when I think back to those pivotal moments, any time I could have turned away um, thinking about my ACT score in math, thinking about um, the previous failure, thinking about, man, if I got a worse grade, if I failed math instead of a D, I mean, come on, this is scary. And honestly, chemistry the first time around scared me and my lab partner scared me. But I decided to buckle in 
because I knew that I was going to be a teacher. And I knew the only way that that was going to happen is that I needed to overcome. I needed to overcome my disbelief in myself to be able to do it. I needed to overcome my inability to time manage. And I needed to focus and be willing to work hard. And so I'll never forget that term. That professor from math um, had us sitting in circles had us collaboratively working. I all of a sudden went from a student who had failed to a student who was teaching classmates alongside, doing uh, any opportunity I could for extra credit, retaking, and I ended up finishing that class with over 100%. In chemistry, the same. I'll never forget just studying and the grit that it took to focus hard because I knew that I needed to overcome that little obstacle in order to get me to the many more obstacles that were coming along my path in my undergrad. And I was thinking about the fact that when you fast forward to my transcript, you want to look at, you know, the matriculation, where I came from, all of that stuff, but people can only, they look at the transcript and what they see on there is magna cum laude, 3.5. I worked so hard to graduate with honors as a first-year college student, one of two from my siblings that got a four-year bachelor's degree. I was working so hard to accomplish that. And you know, now I look back on it and I think this is a beautiful little gem in that gold mining because I earned that. I could sit here and regale you with so many different tales, so many different examples of overcoming uh, from a wide range of sources. But that one was one that just sticks out with me because today I was working with my third grader and we were working on geometry. <laughs> and so here I am tasked with trying to help her. And I know this is a pivotal year for children in the United States in the system, in the K-12 systems, third grade. I, after being a principal elementary up through high school and knowing the spiral and the way that we have to have those math facts and all the different content that comes after third grade, I just had all this pressure on me and thinking, can I do it? Somebody who once failed geometry, then I reminded myself, Sarah, you're an overcomer. You once got a D in geometry. You once got a D in math 110, but then you got the A and you worked your butt off. And not only that, I reminded myself today that that continues. I, in my master's program, take have taken several courses where I, again, got perfect scores, 4.0, got the content. I'm in my terminal degree program where I've taken stats again, and I've taken statistical and quantitative methodology for research, and I'm still knocking it out of the park because I can overcome the self-limiting belief of the residue that stuck with me from that early failure. So friends, I know that you know, we are a collection of stories. We are a beautiful tapestry of the stories that have been woven throughout our lives. We are a mosaic. And I just really hope that this message today jolts you. Come up with your little gem. Mine for some gold. Mine for a little treasure that's been kind of subverted for a while that you haven't thought about in your life where there's been striving and the next and the next and the next. Look back in the rearview mirror and see a little obstacle that you overcame that really wasn't little then and is powerful now. I encourage you. It is so empowering. And I want to hear what they are. Share them with me if you would, either um, on social media, direct message me. I would love to hear your stories. These are the stories that will continue to bolster us when it comes time for the next obstacle. Thank you so much for joining me on this jolt. I pray that your mindsets are in the right spot to continue to overcome whatever it is you are facing. And I can't wait to chat with you again. Of course, a one-sided chat, but share with you next week. Blessings, friends.
Hey, you. Yeah, I'm talking to you, listener, checking out this Jolt episode. Hey, I want to see what you're seeing in the world. So hop on over to Twitter or Instagram or Facebook or wherever you want and pop out a quick sentence or a picture or something that inspired you this week. Let's let's share with one another. Show the community what you're seeing with your eyes to see the beauty in the world. Hashtag in awe to rise.